Greetings, everybody. Uh, Wesley Pepper here, and you're tuning to my podcast, Wesley Pepper's Art Lexia, which was brought to you by Spotcaster and Bible. Yeah, greetings, everybody. Uh, to all my new and returning listeners, welcome, 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 one, welcome, all. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Um, let's just start with a recap on last week. Uh, thank you to my brother Zama for coming through. It was really a blessing. It was really cool speaking to him, man. Um, yeah, and it's really cool talking about his uh, about water and lights. I hope you guys support the brother. You know, if you are interested in knowing more about the book on how to get a hold of it, um, you know, you can always get hold of me on his social media pages, or uh, you can just give me a shout, and I'll definitely forward you his details. Um, yeah, man, big up to that, man. Um, it was really exciting talking about a poet that actually put a, a physical book together because, you know, as in last week's episode, I mentioned, you know, that hasn't happened too much over the past uh, or pretty much since the pandemic has started. Yeah, man, uh, just remember that the art giveaway is still up for grabs. You know, just like, subscribe or comment to this current episode and you can win an artwork done by yours truly. And remember, it is still only available for uh, subscribers based in South Africa. And that's just a, well, it's just a money thing. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, today's episode, uh, I'm talking to a really, really cool lady. Uh, we're talking to Johari Slope, uh, a California. She's actually based from, or uh, she's from California in, uh, in the United States. But she's actually now finally uh, made a full-on move to South Africa. So, <laughs> Welcome to South Africa, my sister. Um, so, Joari is a very, very interesting uh, uh, system, and she's a, uh, a creative director, a, uh, a curator, a real just creative entrepreneur. I think that's quite a I think that pretty much captures everything. Um, and she's done, and she's worked with a whole host of uh, uh, artists, uh, uh, both locally and abroad. And I know that. Um, her being based here, she's. Uh, I'm looking to start a magazine, and we're definitely going to be talking about that. Um, about Kentucky Magazine, uh, what's it about? Uh, and Joad is also very well networked uh, uh, across South Africa. So we we'll talk about her network, um, some of the cool artists she knows, and the you know the people she know uh, you know knows and worked with, etc. And uh, we'll find us a little bit about them. And um, I think she's quite an interesting lady, you know. And um, yeah, man, I'm very excited about uh, about the Kentucky magazine to see you know given that in south africa we don't really have a large variety of art magazines so i'm always willing to uh, to support anybody who's willing to um, to add on to that so yeah man that's gonna be really exciting i hope you guys um, enjoyed the episode and as always you know i will talk to you straight after this baobulb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with baobulb.org. Okay, uh, Jawari Shlope. Yes. Firstly, um, I know that you are now... Are you also an African citizen yet? Now that I'm on that, or are you still a US citizen? (laughs) Soon, soon I'll be one. <laughs> oh, well, then, congratulations. I think you are part of the 60 million now. Uh, you're part of us now. You definitely look like one, <laughs> definitely look right. like one of us. Uh, Trying to fit so, in where I can, but it's fine. Yeah, man. Uh, so let's start off in the beginning, then. Um, you are married now. Uh, like you said, you are, you are an African citizen, but we all know you from the States. You've been back and forth in South Africa for, I met you in 2015, so that's like what, six years ago. Uh, so yeah. you've been back and forth quite a bit and you know everybody. So uh, let's just start with them and tell me, where did the love for South Africa come from? You know, why? I mean, the, we've got 54 countries on the continent. Why South Africa? So you know we were we were invited here um, for the writers festival for the Inter- yes. international writers festival. Um, so that was my introduction. Um, we came here. We saw. We we taught. We lived the art life. I fell in love with the country. <laughs> I fell in love with the country first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I fell in love with the country and, and continued to um, build the network that I have. Right. And yes. so as it as it developed, it matured, I began to come back every few months, every, you know, I think first it was like every six months and it was every other month. Then I was here yeah. for months um, and, and working the network and, and seeing the vision because the vision that I have is is international. Right. And so why not when you're creating footprints 
you got to walk in them. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, man. So that festival was 2016. Ah, 2013. That was six years ago. So South Africa actually came a long way. A lot has happened in those six years. Um, some people has left us, the past on, a lot of political. Yeah. It's changed. It's changed. So um, you actually came in quite an interesting you know, your introduction to SA was in a quite an interesting part of the country. So let's unpack that bit by bit and let's look at your network and also your projects, you know, and also we have to touch on COVID. So um, you were here coming in for the past six years or so. Uh, I guess like what, you know, even I'm always interested to know when, um, when, um, when, when African-Americans say they, they're falling in love with something about South Africa, you know, can you be a bit, specific is it the weather is it the landscape is it the people is it the culture the music the art what is it what was it for you so so it's everything so there there is a bit of disconnect being being an african-american what we what we don't have is the language the culture right yeah. we don't have we don't have any of that because of slavery right so that sure. whole transatlantic thing um separate Separated us from uh, from who we are. So then to come somewhere, and even even though I wasn't in a search for finding my 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 being or finding my roots, as they say, yeah. to come where you feel like it's where you belong. Some people go to Ghana. Some people go yeah. to Nigeria. Some people go to. Central. I was I was fortunate enough to come here and be connected with all the right people here yeah, at you all are. the right times. <laughs> oh yes, that you are. <laughs> all the right people <laughs> to be connected with all the right people in in their lives and mine, um, yeah. and then to, to 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 cultivate the proper relationships where it was it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was just a bit of a delay there. You know, as an American, we don't have any. We have. Um, Thanksgiving and Christmas, all the holidays that they gave us. We have the 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 family traditions that we do, whether it's Sunday dinner or family reunions that yeah. are annually. But that's it. And there's a whole lot of things that happen here that create who the people are here, whether they're Zulu or you know whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. And so yeah. to be able to be a part of that. 17, 18 different languages, 17, 18 different ways of doing things. Mm. Um, and then to see that even in the diversity, there's unity. Yeah. It's great. It's great. That's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, just, a, just a point on that. Sometimes uh, uh, our diversity actually is a boiling pot for conflict because what the apartheid government did so very well was to say that there's difference, you know, uh, uh, through diversity, but there is another level. I know because, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm a visual artist, I'm an artist, like from the creative level, there's a definitely, I've really enjoyed that. If you, if you brainstorming with a, with a group of artists from different cultures and stuff like that, there's a real rich sense of, 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 of culture and, 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 and uh, yeah, like you say, all the different languages. Personally, I think that's one of our, I'm, I'm actually glad you pointed that out. I think that's actually one of our strongest points, and that's what the old government actually tried to use against us. And um, I'm actually quite excited you started you uh, you uh, you brought up that point. So uh, let's get into let's get into do Gusawari um, So you are a creative director. I know that um, when we spoke some years ago, you were telling me, and this thing really excited me when you were saying you had these um, uh, one of the projects you were doing with was these uh, 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 exhibitions in, uh, uh, in uh, like these mannequins in, uh, in shops where you have, where you have, friends, um, yeah. Yeah, where you have a, a whole line of, of, of you know, of, of fashion designers clothing. That was really exciting. And that was a while ago. And um, if you actually look, uh, you know, yeah. hindsight is quite a, is, you know, a real thing. If you look back, those... That's a trend which is actually supposed to be picking up right now because of the fourth industrial revolution and because of COVID. And uh, yeah, man. So um, let's just start off there, man. So uh, as a creative director, as an entrepreneur, as a curator, which one is your, I guess, your primary, you know, which one is the main talent over there or the main, you understand what I'm asking, which is the main thing, so to speak? I do, but I don't think I don't think we can separate them. They're all they're all one, right? Because yeah. um, creativity is the movement. So whether I'm curating an exhibit, 
or curating an, an, a, um, a fashion show or providing a platform for independent artists, I'm still able to one network mm. um, to tap into what I feel the need is through through creativity. Some people are able to do it through business and proper setups and infrastructure in that way. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, interesting. I'm able to think through art, through communication, um, and 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 to provide platforms and 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 networks for people. So I don't know if I could separate them. Sometimes I'm the artistic director. Sometimes I'm the director. Sometimes I'm the art curator. Sometimes I'm the artist. You just, uh, I'm yeah. me. Yeah. No, I get okay. you. I get you. I get you. And I, I, I agree. Um, I agree. You can't really separate them, um, especially a curator and a creative mm-hmm. director. It technically, I mean, yeah, I <laughs> I hear you on that. So uh, for my listeners, man, tell us a little bit about um, how did you work as a director and a creator in the States, you know? Um, and um, yeah, I sort of want to pick up on the similarities between the work you've been doing there and the work you want to do over here. But let's just start off with like, what were you um, doing back um, on that side? So um, in, in, the, in the art field, <laughs> in the art field, um, I was, I was doing exactly that, like curating exhibits, networking with artists, showing artists the proper way to get paid. Cause you know, that that's another part of it, right? Like you yeah. have to be able to do the art, but then you have to also make that get paid. So the art business had been my focus on the outside of it. Um, not related to art, but I was able to create um, a relationship through mental health. Right. Oh, so okay. with my background in sociology, with my background in sociology, working with um, adults with mental and physical disabilities, adults with mental health issues, children um, within the, the autism spectrum. Yeah. Right. And getting them to communicate through art, whether it was through music, whether it was through dance, whether it was through visual arts, um, using it as a, as a tool, but also as a strength for independence. Mm. One of the, um, you know, I've worked and collaborated with a whole host of artists and I guess creative people in the States. Um, and uh, one thing I've noticed there, one of the major differences between us versus them was that in South Africa, you have to do everything on your own. So you have to be your own marketer, your own everything. You've got to, be, you've got to make the art, you've got to set up meetings, you've got to attend the meetings, you've got to make the art, and you have a market the thing. Whereas in the States, the market and the I guess the way things are set up there, you know, there's these people, for example, as a writer, like in South Africa, it's very difficult to get a um, uh, an agent as a writer because the market is just not good enough for that. And, you know, there's not a lot of money in it. So, and, 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 and I know in the States, the writers that I know, they all work through an agent. Um, they just literally do the writing. Um, is that a good thing or a bad thing in South Africa? Or what's your, or what's your take on that? Do you think, oh, yeah. Maybe not get it of myself. I actually think it's the other way around. And I don't think, I think, so there's difficulty everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I think that here, what's more accessible is help than at home. And so I've had these conversations with the people we know. I remember a few years ago, it was me, Matete, Sabello, we were all sitting in Soweto. And I'm, talking and drinking and crying and saying <laughs> you gotta you gotta do it for yourself you can't, <laughs> you can't wait on government right it's sometimes it's easier to leave your backyard to come back to see how much you've grown if you stay in the same area you don't you're not able to see your growth are you following me yeah so in regards to what you're saying the networks are there but sometimes it means be the writer somewhere else, right? And create the net and create the platform and get the network and get the people who are excited about you and then come back for your acknowledgement. You, you, you get it? Because yeah. you, you may not you may not directly get the acknowledgement when you're here because you're from here. And so there's so many people to say, I remember Wesley Wynn, dot dot dot, right? Yeah. Where I could take you home. I could take you to California and they meet with what's been introduced to them. Mm. Mm. 
Interesting. Um, so there's a there's a difference, in that. and um, I don't think that uh, it's I don't think it's much easier in the states than it is here. Mm. I think the networking is the same. Interesting. That's an interesting point. That's a very interesting point, and I hear you on that. Uh, just before we uh, you spoke about like you also involved talking artists how to make money, and that's a real big deal. Okay, um, because as you know, COVID has also now made things a bit more complicated, especially for artists who is um, so, you know, who rely on gigs, you know, musicians, theater practitioners, etc., poets to a degree. Uh, how is that changing? How is artists change? Uh, how is the strategy or how is the thing of making money has changed now? You know, um, um, how do you think? Where do you think artists should look? How do you think artists should change their approach do they change the art do they change you know um one of the just a just a last point on that um uh, i think it was more last year i spoke to a host of musicians about that and they were they were really struggling with uh you know shows being closed and the platforms that they have aren't really mon you know you can't really monetize or do monetize it is quite you know it's a bit tricky um so what's your what's your what's your take on all of that and where do you think we should start Um, I think that we first need to get away from the starving artist way of thinking. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think that once on, on a consensus that we do away with that, th those derogatory terms of being a starving, a starving artist, um, I think the movement and people, people then will appreciate the movement different. Like, and it, and only, it only seems to effective visual artists because you don't really have starving musicians you expect them to have right and, yeah. you, and you know that you have to pay them right yeah but but when it comes to the to the, the visual artists i think so so often is it that um and we know we know i know those people i've been those people <laughs> hey what can you give me because this is due um yeah <laughs> and and as as it's a reality that should not be the way that we go, right? It also mm. goes back to network. Place yourself amongst the people who are the clients that you want, who are the art collectors that you want, with the galleries that you want to show in. Position yeah. yourself. We have to position ourselves. We position ourselves when we see the girl or the guy that we like, right? We position yeah. position ourselves when we have a, an, an, an interview we position ourselves when we go meet the parents for the first time. Position, sure. position yourself in your creativity the same way. And those who have positioned themselves, they move that way. Those who, those that we know who, who have positioned themselves, they move that way. And we know we can't call them and ask them to come do anything for free, right? Yeah. right? We know the ones we can call, and then we know the ones that yeah. yeah, you can call for sure because I know artists. As yeah, I agree with you there. I know a lot of guys will just say yes to free gigs because they quote unquote they want exposure, and that bullshit must come to an end. You know, um, I always believe that artists should know they work. We've, we've been there. We've been those artists, right? As as we're not in that place anymore, we have to also tell them, hey, you don't have to. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you, you know. Like brand yourself, you brand yourself a certain way. You move in that capacity. We, we all we all buy bottled water. You understand? Yeah. That was branding. That was it's water. Yeah. In a bottle. And now mm. you think water has different tastes. But it's a branding. And so when you move a certain way and you position yourself properly, then there is a there there is a space for the art world because art is life. I think that um Artists together, we need to have an alliance and 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 like like a union, not like a union union, but yeah, yeah. unite yeah. in a way and say, this is what's going on. Because there's some artists that have gotten the government money, right? Yeah. And their pro yeah. programs and projects are forecasted for 2023, paid mm -hmm. for in full, mm -hmm. right? And then there's some that's just like, hey, I'm an artist and I, you know, it's tough. So then you. You you position yourself. What do you do about that? Be responsible. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but because I know that this is one of the most pressing um, issues that artists have now. Um, I also know that the fourth industrial revolution has also got a large role to play over here. And uh, what we're interested in this platform, especially, is to talk a lot about that and talk how we can use these platforms and how we can monetize them and how, and as you say, how we can associate ourselves with, which I agree with you fully. Um, as you know, like now we're in this level four thing and uh, this third wave thing, and it's just all this, you know, there's always something, there's always another higher mountain to climb. And it looks like we, I mean, we, in the latter part of the year now, um, it looks like this third wave is still going to carry on for a few weeks, months or something. I know it's not going to be in any, anytime soon. Um, I guess, man, where do you think, um, if, um, if the artist has positioned him or herself in that, um, in that network, um, I know um, the online community is also much bigger than any other country in the world. You know, there's more billion people on Facebook that's bigger than any other country. Um, you know, where's um, where's Joari's influence in all of this? You know, what role are you trying to uh, play in all of this? And I'm and I, I sort of want to work up into the different type of artists, you know, and we'll sort of move into the magazine. So I'm, you know, I'm, you know, picking it off bit by bit. So where's your role in all of this? Um, first of all, I think that the online platform is great, right? I, mm. um, at first I kind of was like, huh? <laughs> you mean what? <laughs> but with this, with, this, with, this, with this new life that we have, this new normal, and so many of us now don't even want to go outside, it makes sense. And it provides entertainment and, 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 and reliable performances for everyone yeah. right so i think that it's great i think that it expands the audience across the board right i also think that it provides platforms for everyone um social media has been great for me and i'm not even a media marketing guru right mm -hmm. social media has been great for me it's taken different countries i've gone to london i've had seminars and speaking engagements in Amsterdam on who I met online, right? I yeah. think that we need to use, utilize the strength that we have that are in our hands to grow. Mm -hmm. um, when, you, when, you, when you cultivate yourself, you grow in that way. Look at, look at how we met and for years we've managed to keep in touch. Yeah. Rather, I call and say, I'm in town yeah. and me and Paul said, <laughs> or whoever <laughs> like it, it happens it happens so if there if, if there was a if there wasn't a relationship created right mm. how are we able to to do the networking it doesn't you know we don't have to be best friends but there's still a, 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 a mutual respect for the movements yours and mine mm. Mm. Yeah, interesting because um, you've got quite the, you know, I touched base in the beginning of the, of the talk. Uh, you network with a whole riot of artists, so from fashion designers to musicians, poets, pretty much everybody under the South African creative banner. Um, I know that um, all, most of these guys that you know, the artists are all very, very active um, artists, you know, they're always producing work. Um, whether it be books, music, etc. So, and I also know that you, um, we were talking. I think it was actually two weeks ago about a magazine. Just a, um, just a, uh, uh, a trivia on on the on the name um, Botaki. Interesting. Uh, in twenty, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. Actually, I go. <laughs> uh, I was part of a group of artists that called ourselves Botaki Art Collective. Can you believe that? Okay. Uh, yeah. I saw the name. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> What's a coincidence? What are the, what are the chances? Uh, we actually did a, a group show at Carnegie for a little bit, and uh, we did two or three other smaller projects. Um, and then it sort of like lost, uh, you know, artists just went in their own direction. Yeah. But um, nice. our idea was, uh, so I understand what the name, you know, I understand the, the, the power behind the name, which is also why I'm, 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 I'm and, and this is like, what I'd like to talk about now. So I know with the magazine, you have you have some super cool ideas and I like the approach as well, you know, sort of hosting all of these, um, let's just call them genres um, um, on, on, on one, one platform that comes out quarterly, monthly or whatever. Tell us a little bit about the philosophy behind the DM and, 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 and uh, why a magazine 
uh, uh, who are you looking to feature? How do you look at to work, etc.? And then we'll, you know, we'll unpick it bit by bit. So, you know, I've had a, a magazine before. You know, I have yeah. a history and putting my yes. feet in water everywhere, right? And yes. so I'm just carrying carrying it over. Um, Botaki's been around for a minute. Tay covered the movements this side while I covered the movements in California when we were um, Urban Times, Urban Times, California, right? Sure. And so we made, the trans- we made the transition from there and it was, he and I, and, um, you know, I miss my brother dearly. I oh, do. I yeah. went to Smithson. <laughs> no tears, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I get you. I went to the, the, the fan page or the, the, the page on Facebook, and I was able to see all of the content there that he has had there that even dating back to 2016, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it's time to keep keep the movement going, right? Um, so the idea is also to bridge the gap across genres between the U.S. and South Africa. Mm. I'm not excluding other Africas, <laughs> but the focus <laughs> is here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm from California, so I say stuff incorrect sometimes, but... The focus is here. And so in, in bridging the gap through art, the music, the culture, there's a new platform that we're introducing, Life Stories. And Life Stories is basically just the conversation that you have with someone, you know? Mm. Um, it's not an interview, but it's who has what they want to share. Who is Wesley? And then tell us, so how'd you get here? What's going on? Yeah. And so that people can have a intimate introduction with the artist and the art form, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very important because I, I, I talk about social media a lot, but social media makes it where that you can choose to be public and private sometimes. Yes. But it also makes it where it makes you feel like everything is out there for the world to see. It's not so much the case. But in, in in art, as artists, how we like to keep ourselves into our artwork or into our form, it's important that you are able to introduce yourself and tell a story. So it's basically a storytelling platform, um, a digital storytelling platform that will expand through the magazine. Okay. Um, the magazine, uh, if I remember, you were looking to bring it out quarterly or is it a monthly Thing, or what's the idea? Uh, it's gonna be quarterly. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna drop a, a soft. We're gonna have a soft launch. Yes. <laughs> and drop a a simple version of the magazine. Some old stuff, some new stuff, some going ahead, so that we can so that we can build from there. But ideally, the magazine will be quarterly, both sides, the U.S. and South Africa, mm. in in one magazine. Interesting point. This is a, a, a point about art magazines in SA. Uh, I think personally there's uh, a Cedars lack. Um, we have Art South Africa and there's Art Times and those pretty much hold the entire, um, I would say, market. And Art South Africa is very niche. Um, even if the, even the language in the, it's, it speaks, you know, to real artsy-fartsy people, even someone like myself, I don't enjoy reading. I would just flip through mm-hmm. to see who they're featuring and all of that, but I, you know, that feels kind of maybe a little bit out of out of out of touch. So it's it, it's really niche. Where art with art times is a bit more broader, but I'm also I'm mm-hmm. also very critical of that magazine. I also find the artists that they feature, uh, and there's also very little platform given to artists who uh, use the art as a weapon. You know, like Kela said, music is a weapon. You know, um, and there's I think there's more need for that now than than ever. So, what I'm um, what I'm what I'm asking there is like um, is two. Uh, well, there's actually three questions. So the first is like um, how you know how are you guys going to edit it. In other words, like um, so so who's the target? Um, you know, who's who's the market? Um, are you looking for those, you know, high-end artsy fartsy guys? Are you just looking for the regular working class guys? Um, the set. Okay, let's first start off with that. Okay, um, we're coming. We're coming with the guerrilla movement. 
if that makes any sense. Yes, so, I know. it does. <laughs> <laughs> the arts people, I see people, they have their platform and they have their networks. The, the, the community artists still need to be known, right? Mm. Um, the other way to grow, to grow artists and to cultivate the youth in the art is to have something for them that's reachable, that, that you can show the growth. Are you yeah, following me? Exactly. Um, we'll have a mixture because I know some of everybody, right? So mm-hmm. we'll definitely have a mixture. But the focus is on art movements. The focus are those who use art as a voice. The focus mm-hmm. is um, on the growth of the business in the art world. The focus is growth of the people through art. Use art to... For unity, use art to unionize, use art to grow communities, use art to beautify in that realm. And that's the important part because there's so many of us. For us, I think we're probably around the same age. Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) For so many of us, we had art younger and then it disappeared. So our art movement is what we found upon ourselves, is Mm. where we decided to insert ourselves 90s 2000 ish yeah right yeah we need to make certain that the children coming up don't have that gap that they understand art and that they appreciate it mm-hmm. and so Otaki is going to create a platform for the appreciation it's going to create the voice for the people we've um collaborated with you we've collaborated with Cesar and her organizations yeah we have a list of organizations in California that we're going to be working with we're touching on a social justice piece through art through literature through music you know it's, well, it's untapped interesting um i've got another just another point on that before i get to the question um yeah we are we are roughly from the same sort of era age-wise etc and um one thing i know from a uh from doing what i've been doing as a south african creative is uh I guess as I, I would call it like like a sort of an education side because I think for a lot of uh, working class people seem to be still need to be educated on certain things. For example, why do, what what value is in collecting art? You know, how does the, the art piece I, I collect grow in value, etc.? Why um, you know going 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 to theater? Like you know, what do I what type of experience am I looking for? Why must I collect a poetry book? So I, I feel I feel there's a sort of element of, of education there. So that's that's a, that's very refreshing, which actually leads me up to the to the, to the next question. So one thing I know were those two uh, magazines that I brought up, like Art Times and Africa. So they've got a serious network, and most of their uh, uh, distribution is via sub- subscription. And uh, so how are we gonna? Distribute it, man. So, especially given that we're now in COVID times, you know, uh, I don't actually. The only thing that I've noticed being dropped off these days is food parcels and meds. So, yeah, man. Um, I'm, 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 I'm very interested to know, like, how you know what strategy you guys have um, in place for that. Um. So the magazine isn't is is in fact its own entity, right? And it okay. has to be able to feed itself. Number yes. one. Number two, um, through events will be mainly the introduction. I'm looking for real stories to be the platform as the introduction to get people into the magazine realm, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Real stories. Right. And so with, with that growth, um, I don't want to do a subscription thing. I do want the magazine to be available mainstream in your stores and until mm-hmm. i get to that point it'll be online um yeah. and 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 we'll grow in in that way right yeah. i don't want i don't want it to i, I want botaki to be its voice right yeah but not it but not its charity if that makes sense it does make saying. sense it does make sense okay it does. Okay. Um, and sort of the last question on that is, yeah, I mean, I've mentioned it as a third time I mentioned now, like the, is the, the, the variety in your network. Um, so, uh, you know, and, 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 and in that uh, press release or concept document, I think it's a little bit of, bit of both that you said the other day, you may mention something that used to come for me is like chefs, uh, is, 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 is the culinary arts. 
Um, I know that's pretty popular in essay, especially amongst working class people. Actually, I, I never thought of it. <laughs> um, so I thought that was quite kind of refreshing. Um, so, you know, where will the focus be? Because um, as we, you know, and we sort of touch base on that a little bit, like, you know, this African uh, market still needs to be, you know, uh, I wouldn't say taught what to like, but at least, you know, educated what, what to like. So if you have a whole riot of, um, of genres over there, you know, are you going to uh, uh, feature each of them, you know, equally? Uh, or is there a strategy to say, okay, no, today, for example, like now, what's happening in South Africa <laughs> on, 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 on social media, people are begging, please don't make a revolutionary stuff. I want it to be equal. Each each entity will have its each entity will have its its editor. Each entity will have its con- contributors, right? Yes. yes. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna unzip my brain and let you guys in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Ideally, 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 I want to create an art day international. Okay. Right. Just like we have. You know, days, Mandela Day, Valentine's yeah. Day, yeah. whatever. Um, that's so much like an open studios thing because that's for like the sale of art. I want to come from an art appreciation place yes. and then include the sale of art, right? And yeah. then include the voice of the artist. I say. I'm not going to say the sale of art, the voice of the artist. Yeah, and, I like that. And it, and, it, and it needs to be a movement. And the only way that it can be a movement is, is if all parts start to generate. So this is phase two of my generation. Sure. I also created the Art Lit, the Art Lit movement, which creates a platform for artists to interpret literature from different countries, right? So okay. we was able to launch Art Lit here at the last Writers Festival in 2019. Um, before COVID, it was headed to Amsterdam to to create the exchange between mm. art and literature because literature is not often included in art. Poetry yeah. is. Yeah, good point. Not, good right? point. Yeah. And, so, and so, you know, being that as I'm trying to create this movement and trying to show that even though all parts move, they're all the same Yeah. in its way, there has to be an appreciation across the board for that. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. Okay, man. Great, man. Uh, for my listeners, if they want to find out more information, uh, where will you be updating everybody on the... Uh, I don't know. Everywhere. Let's try the <laughs> Facebook page. Bofaki presents life stories on Facebook. Okay. Um, there's an Instagram page. I believe it's Botaki Mag, I think. Not sure okay. off the top of my head. Or you can find me myself. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. Still under Trey Hand though. So I'm Jari. Oh no, no, no. I think I've changed my name. Uh, I think yeah. it's I think so, it's Slope. Yeah, it is it is so Yeah, so <laughs> I'm there on Facebook as well. Inbox me, message me. My page is open. I'm not a private person. Mm. Um and that's that. Like you know, there's movements. I'm outside when I'm allowed to be outside, outside yeah. of COVID. <laughs> and, and, you know, let's collaborate. Let's create platforms. Let's first have conversations. Conversations are so important, right? Yeah. And, and, and anything that people, they're important in relationships. They're important in business. They're important in raising children. Let's have conversations. What's the gift? Like, I think also as artists, we get so caught up in, I don't want to share because I don't want anybody to take my stuff. Nobody can take your stuff. Yeah. No one can take your stuff. I've shared stuff with people and they tried it. And, Mm. you know, I was there to see the epic fail because it wasn't theirs in the first place. Yeah. Um, And so, so that's that one is yours, you know, journal about it, collage about it, uh, plan it, talk to it, talk, pray on it. And yeah. put put things in motion, but but no man is an island, so you got to be able to network with somebody. You have to be able to have conversations to to know who knows who, and who can help. Mm, yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Um, also, your Facebook page and all that stuff will be available on the podcast for my listeners, so they can check it out there, and they can get hold of Jawari on there. My sister, um, I like to move to the last the last part of the. Uh, 
of our interview. And this is kind of a question and a section that I'm asking all my guests, you know, as to do with COVID, you know, it's the pro, pro-vax versus anti-vax. Um, as you know, our age group, uh, um, the registration and the, the, the thing you can go get your jab, um, are you pro or are you anti-vaccine and why? What's your reason for that choice? I'm anti because what is it? We still don't even know what COVID is, right? So how do you how do you stop something that you don't really know what it is? Um, I think that there's a, a lot of other different components that people need to look at. What's mm-hmm. the psychological effect of us being locked down for two years? What has that done to the seniors? What has that done to the children? That's an interesting point, right? What is it um, um, due to you know? cell phones and stuff, our uh, our inabilities to effectively communicate is already on level 99, Yeah, right? (laughs) Some people hold a conversation unless it's followed with an emoji. So what has that done to the art of conversation, right? Um, I'm, I'm against the separation. I'm against the, the separation based on class structures because it's the same way at home. Um, but I, you know, if I go back to, you you have to look at all of the experimentation that's been done on the black American over the years. So from where I come from, it's kind of like, what is that? You know, um, also with, with my history and my, my education, what's the birth defects going to be like? It's going to take 10 years before we know. Mm. Right. Mm. Because one, what is COVID? Is it in the air? What is it? Two, what's in the vaccine? And what is that going to do? Why are some people affected and other people aren't? Who has it? Who hasn't had it? I swear I had it, but I don't know. <laughs> Based on what mm. they said I had, I had it, you know. Um, but again, I don't know. So uh, at this point, I'm kind of just wear your face mask, wash your hands. Yeah. Uh, and- uh, uh, okay. <laughs> A question. Uh, uh, were you uh, were you doing international traveling over the past since the pandemic hit? Uh huh. I came here, so I came here because you know the the flights were were closed. Yeah, yeah. So when South Africa when South Africa opened up in December, I was probably on the second flight. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, 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 ready, us, uh, honey. <laughs> Tell my listeners a little bit um, about that. And what's the what's the protocol from 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 leaving the states yet? You need to be so. I can tell you what's different at home. Please, please, please. At home, our COVID tests are free, whether you have medical aid or not. So you go, you take a COVID test. You have to fly within three days of 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 the receipt of your COVID test results. Now it takes us three to five days to get your results and you don't know if you're going to get them in time and you don't know if your tests are going to be okay. inconclusive or not. So for a week, I think I have four COVID tests Gee, every day, sometimes two a day because Gee. I wasn't sure when the results were going to come yeah. and I didn't want it to affect my flight. So you go to the airport, you show them your COVID test, you know, results yeah. and your documentation and then you're on your flight when you get to your second leg because there's no direct flights here from California. You have to show everything again. And then mm. you're you're on your flight. When I flew here, the middle seats were empty. Okay. Now I understand that the middle seats are not empty and the flights are full. Ah. Um, what, what the airlines are doing is that they are combining airlines to fill a flight, if that makes sense. Ah. So mm-hmm. even though you're your flight may be on Delta. Yeah, the person next to you may have bought a ticket on Air France, uh, uh, and the uh, other person uh. may have bought a ticket on KLM, and all those flights are yes. on the one flight that's going right. Um, so when me and my son returned, because I came in December and I went home, and I came back in February. Okay. When we returned, um, face masks are mandatory on the flight. Do not take them off. Yeah. Even if you're asleep. They'll wake you up and tell you to pull it up over your face. Mm. Um, but you have to show your test results. Vaccinations was not required. I don't know about okay. now. Okay. Um, but that's, but that, well, vaccines weren't here yet. So yeah, they yeah, can't yeah. have been required. Um, and so that's 
that's the movement for that. Uh, was it's there simple. any? Was there any? It's quarantine? not a difficult thing. It's simple. Was there any quarantine once you got to SA? So, when you get here and you check in, you're supposed to tell them where you're staying, and um, then you have to download the app, the COVID yes, app, yes, that, your that, phone. That, that, that that's, that's mandatory. That's mandatory before leaving the U.S. That you have that app on your phone. Okay. And um, there is quarantine, but it's more like tell me where you are in case you get ill. Uh, type of thing. So uh, I wasn't I wasn't told that I couldn't go out outdoors, but I did have to provide the address of where I was staying uh, and how long I planned on staying. Yes. Interesting. And proof of that. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Um yeah, very, very interesting. You're actually the first guest that um that shared that with us. Um uh, so that's pretty interesting. Thanks for that, man. Uh Joaris Lope, we covered a lot in our talk today. Thanks for coming through, my sister. Uh, we'll be in touch with the with the uh, magazine. I know Caesar and I have been throwing some ideas around as well. Um, we also looking to activate, yeah, more than yeah something you know because something is got to give. Um, as artists, we feel. I think I think people like you are pretty important because um, as I said in the beginning of the thing, you know, like sort of quote unquote a middle man or a middle guy or a middle lady. <laughs> I was get jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah. I think I think that's I think I think that's pretty important. Uh, just another point here. I know that um, yeah, there's been a lot of now what's happening politically in the uh, in the country and with the third wave. I know uh, a lot of my comrades and fellow artists are are quite busy uh, producing, making music, and writing up about those experiences. So um, I know there will be a lot of very exciting. Uh, I think sometimes depressing, sometimes uh, uh, politically charged, but very energetic art uh, from all genres coming out. Um, and we definitely need a global audience for that. Man. And I think people like you is very important in that process. So thanks for coming through, man, and sharing all your bit of your experience about the magazine and everything. Um, and um, yet again, once again, welcome to <laughs> you must say welcome to Africa. You must learn the national anthem. <laughs> I know I'm I'm getting there. <laughs> I can come I can come along. I still don't know the next I can come along. I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's always a joy being here. I'm supposed to be here, right? Um I've I've transitioned my son here. Mm. Family is here. Oh, is your um, here. Is your son still in school? Yeah, my young my my youngest boy is here. No, so US schools are out. So we finished school here online because our uh, schools have been closed we haven't we haven't been back to school in two years geez. so our schools were closed so yes yeah. so he's been online school okay um, interesting. Interesting. for two years this year and last year very that's interesting actually, that's actually quite interesting uh, it's, it's interesting and it's it's actually you have like i tell my friends and other parents that i know Utilize this as an experience. If you can, so here's here's the good part. Yeah, he's yeah. able to see other countries and experience yeah. during the time that normally would be in school, right? Yes, that's number one. Number two, I've learned that he's a very dedicated student, and I've learned that he has the discipline because the time is different, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. he would have all day here. And then at like 4 p.m., 5 p.m., he'd have to get ready for school and do school from 6 until about midnight, uh, 1 in the morning, and do homework, uh, right? And so someday he's he's playing baseball here because you guys play baseball here. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're yeah, still yeah, American yeah, yeah. family, so <laughs> I found him a baseball <laughs> I found him a baseball team here. So he was playing baseball here. So we would go to baseball practice, come home, and he'd go to school. It was a little backwards, right? Yeah. But I hopefully when he's in the school, he can see the opportunities that he's he's been able to achieve um, being other places. So I've encouraged all my friends, travel, take your babies to Thailand. Even if they go somewhere and they got to stay inside, take them and stay inside <laughs> and look out the window and, and learn something. <laughs> why you're there because I like that. Why not? Why not travel uh, if you can? 
Yeah, yeah, that's actually a very cool. Uh, just in closing, um, the point about the homeschooling thing, actually, that's that's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. Um, I did two episodes last year on um, what uh, moms were uh, battling with the homeschooling thing, you know, and uh, there's so many, it's so layered here because the devices you need, data, data costs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that's actually interesting if you guys in not school in two fucking years. Wow, that's that's unbelievable. I didn't know that. That's unbelievable. Um, because I know, yeah. Yeah, I think the school kids are still on holiday. My memory serves me. And um, it's complicated. And I know, but anyway, that's a topic for another day. That's, but that, that's actually another something I'm actually very interested in following um, on my own. But I think for now, that's it. Joari uh, Flopper, thanks for coming through, Master. And I really like the beats. I'm feeling, I'm really feeling that. Uh, yeah, Thank you, you. You look like one of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am who I am and I it's always for being here you know I come from the fashion world you know yes so you make it do what it do yeah man uh so I'll be in touch I'll let you know what me and Caesar has been up to been cooking yeah, I'll probably I'll let you in the week with that have a productive okay. week you know enjoy the sunshine okay. enjoy the African culture and I'll also let you know when this episode will go live uh, thanks for coming through again man. Okay, thanks for having me. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Cheers, man. Bye. Thank you for listening to this Spudcaster podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, thanks, Joari, for coming through. Thanks, my sister. It was really great speaking to you. Uh, all the best with Botaki Magazine. You know, uh, if you guys want any information on that, you know, you can always just follow her on her social media pages. Or you can just always just give me a shout and I shall forward you her details. Yeah, I mean, remember that this uh, podcast is brought to you by Spotcaster and Bob. So always check them out. They always do really cool stuff. Thanks, Candice. Um... Yeah, man, remember you can get hold of me on all my social media pages. It's Wesley Pep and Facebook, sorry, it's Wesley Pepper. Um, and there's my Facebook page as well, which is also Wesley Pepper. And like that, please, uh, if you can. If you haven't already, uh, it's on Twitter, it's Wesley, it's at Wesley Pepper. Uh, Instagram is Wesley underscore Pepper. And you can get hold of me. I'm also on LinkedIn, but yo, man, there's way too many hustlers on LinkedIn, way too many. So rather get hold of me on the other, on, on the other three. I just tend to ignore messages in my my uh, LinkedIn inbox these days. Um, yeah, man, uh, just quickly on next week's episode, we're talking to a really exciting sister. We're talking to Cesar and Corsi from House of Cesar. That's going to be really cool. Um, I'm actually uh, sort of, we conceptualizing a few projects as well. It's going to be really cool to see. Um, we're going to be talking about House of Cesar, the struggles of the arts, because we really had a, um, <laughs> we actually had a session um, not so long ago um, at our house. And uh, whew, yeah, man, the arts is tough, bro. And we will be talk. We will be talking about pretty much everything that that has been happening in the arts over the past, uh, say, two year, uh, year and a few months or so, and a lot of other things. So definitely stay tuned for that catch. That will be coming to you next week. Um, so remember, man, to stay safe. You know, keep safe. You know, the world is still turning. You know, so people are changing. So yeah, I hope you're evolving as well. And. But don't involve you too much because I need your ears to get <laughs> I need your ears next week. So take care, world, and I'll catch you next week. <laughs>